Hey folks, Pam back from down for pause here. So today we're talking about a really interesting topic. Um, so what I wanted to talk about, so if you're in a New England area or just in an area where there's a lot of snow, maybe you're in an area where there's a lot of rain or you can't get your dogs out as much, but basically changes in season where, um, like I said, you can't get your dogs out. We're talking about today, indoor exercises for your dog and mental stimulation exercises to keep your dog busy when during the times where you can't get them out as much. Um, even if it's not during the time where the weather may be bad, you just, maybe your schedule is busy and you need some activities to do indoors with your dog. So that's what today's about, um, getting your dog exercised indoors. Um, so the first thing I wanna talk about, so dogs are kind of like children, okay? Um, so you wanna give them something to do indoors because if you don't, then they make their own fun. And usually the fun they make is not the one we approve of. And so um, that's where the mental stimulation exercises come in. And I know a lot of the times when I do talk to my clients and I can see why they would think that they're like, well, I walk my dog on a leash, you know, isn't that good enough exercise for my dog? Um, well, dogs need two forms of exercise. So leash walking is great, um, but your dog needs to do something more vigorous like running, um, swimming, something to get their heart rate really pumped up. Um, right. And so they need a little bit more than the leash walking for 30 minutes um, each day. Um, you want to kind of do something more. And so that's what I want to talk about too, like different exercises that will get their heart kind of going and things that you can do indoors. Um, and talking about exercise, I usually like to talk about this two different types. Um, so there's um, workouts for the body exercises. And so those are exercises like chase, um, ball or frisbee, again, um, swimming. So some things that really get your dog type um, active, you know, tug of war, which is a common one. Um, so those are things that really get the body going um, for the dog. And also um, they're the brain exercises and we call those the work to eat um, exercises. And the most common one that people might be familiar with is a stop gong. Um, people use that to keep their dog busy, but that's actually um, stimulating their brain because they have to work to get the um, food out. Um, and so biologically speaking, you know, we wanna kind of nurture to the dog's natural um, prey drive or uh, natural instincts. And so, Ideally, when we do put down food for dogs, we just plop it down. But if we can have them work to eat for their food, that's more geared towards a dog's natural um, instincts and prey and stuff like that. So they actually would enjoy that um, better um, work for, you know, the work to eat program. That's what I call it. Um, also, um, toys um, are a good one. Toys galore are great. If your dog's a big toy person, um, just getting them engaged in um, toys and doing some detective work, which I'll talk a little bit about um, later in some of the games. Um, if I hear a lot uh, when I talk to my clients, you know, oh, I, I, look at this basket here. I have tons of toys for my dogs and, you know, they'll play with it five minutes and then, you know, they won't want to play with it anymore. Yep. So what you want to do with that is um, if you have a basket full of toys and your dog's not playing with them or he's playing with some, take some of those out and hide them for a little bit, make it more interesting when they return back, you know? So say you have like six toys, take three out, hide them for like a few weeks and then bring them back into the foreplay. And so your dog can be excited about that. So you just want to try to rotate the toys out to keep your dog interested and excited instead of buying new toys all the time. Of course you can buy new toys for your dog because I do too. <laughs> but if you don't want to buy the new toys, just try um, rotating it out um, for them. So that's one thing you could do to kind of keep them stimulated inside. Um, also playing something called the shell game. 
is a um, cool idea to get your dogs um, simulated inside. And all that is, is um, you can use your hands or you can use a cup. And you want to put a treat under one cup and mix it up a few times and then have your dog kind of figure out which um, which uh, cup the treat is under. And so you can do that indoors. It's really simple. Just take some plastic cups, you know, um, switch it around a little bit and then, you know, have your dog find it. You can make it harder by adding a few cups onto it as well. You know, or going faster, the faster you go can be exactly. <laughs> yep, the faster you go can help as well. And also, this one's a good play off of what I talked about before, keeping your dog distracted using Find It. Um, yes. Although, you know, I talked about it before, just to throw that in again um, with treats being hidden, you can throw yeah. that into the room and just let your dog have at it and sniff, and they'll love you forever um, for that. Um, another good one, and this also is good for the kids too. Let's just throw that in there. Having your dog chase bubbles. Oh yeah, bubbles and having them chase them around will definitely tire them out and the kids too. So you can use that one for the kids if you want to get them uh, some of the energy. Try to avoid collisions, them. but other than that, you're good to go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So you want to do that. Um, also, um, you can also um, what else? Uh, back to tug again. Yeah. Um, using doing tug of war with your dog, getting them really. Um, going back and forth. And I always tell folks, um, and usually this is a big one with the husbands, um, no, shout out to the husbands. Um, you don't wanna get into a whole wrestling match with the dog and doing all this back okay. and forth with the tugging. Because it's a lot of fun, but okay. yeah. I know, I know, Scott, you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. No, Scott, no, I, as a wife, I'm telling you, we're like, no, honey, no, that's not how you do it. And so we want you to tug like this okay. back and forth. Scott's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you want to tug back and forth, back and forth. That's more the tugging style than to do this back and forth and getting them all riled up. And they're like, okay, lay down. And then they're like, wait, you know, yeah. so just do gentle tugs back and forth. Um, also, like I said, the cups switching around, there's something called nose work, which is essentially the same thing as find it, um, throwing treats on the ground or just high value smelling things, hide them in certain places and having your dog search those out. And that's considered things where they use their nose. And so that's why we call it um, nose work. And that's what find it's part of that as well. Um, again, going back to the Kongs and stuffing chew toys and stuff like that, um, getting Kongs or anything that's work to eat. I know my dog for sure, and I give these out to my clients too, um, part of the package, I always like to give them stuff that we've been official to um, training. So part of the package, I always give them a mental stimulation toy. And nice. one of those are um, a ball with a hole in it for treats and your dog can just talk oh. them around, roll yep. it, roll, and they love it and the, ball, the treats just fall out. So toys like that, where they really have to work to eat, the Kong, remember freezing them helps too. I talked about that earlier cool. on. One other um, tip I have that's mm -hmm. a bonus that we do, we get a big beach towel and then we yep. lay it out and we mm -hmm. put, we usually we do kibble or like yep. treats that he likes. And then we yep. lay it out and then we roll up the, the towel. Then we roll it up again and then we just drop it in a big knot in front of him. And he has to like sniff it and like roll, open it with oh, his mouth and get yep. all the treats and everything. Exactly. See, you came, I see that's, I can use that one that see even yeah, yeah. new stuff. And so that's a new one I never heard of, but yeah. that's, a good one because if you're rolling treats up in a towel they really have to and you're holding it they have to work to kind of get yeah you know what they want you know yep so that's a really good one also um setting up an obstacle course in your home yeah. you know 
moving some furniture around. If you don't want to move furniture around, you can buy um, little um, orange cones and just yeah. do like an optical course that way. Um, use some of your kids' toys and do an obstacle. And uh, actually, this one's very good for the kids too and the dogs. Um, just doing <laughs> a little obstacle. Look, I'm, I, look, I'm a family dog trainer, Scott. I'm trying there to you go. For the kids Get everyone to burn up energy. Nobody exactly. wants to go through the colds. Or, you know. <laughs> for the whole, this actually, it's live for the whole family. There you yeah. go. Um, so doing a, a small obstacle course in your um, house with little cones or using your kids' toys. And a little um, tip, if you're going out of town and you're taking your dog with you on vacation, bring like a blue um, strip tape with you. Um, mask, it's not, it's not masking tape. You're not going to tie your dog up. But just oh, painter's tape type of thing? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yep, yeah. painter's tape. Yeah. Bring the painter's tape and you can use it and use that as markers on the floor. And dogs see blue and green really well. Okay. And okay. so that's why we say blue. Um, yeah. That's just a little tip that if you, so if you're going out of town, um, another um, tool you can use too is actually um, I tell folks I've seen it too. If you have like a water bottle and just letting them, they love the crinkling sound. Yeah. Um, so just doing that is actually helpful as well. And so, um, and if you add water to it and just make it half full and just make it more like slushy into ice, that can be helpful um, as well. Yeah. Um, so these are a lot of tips and tools and, you know, things that you guys can do at home with your dog. Um, and if I, if you guys um, have any other things like Scott did that you guys find helpful that I don't know, you could drop it in the comments because I'm, I'm a dog trainer, but I'm always open to learn new ideas that tell my clients and I also get ideas from my clients as well. But hopefully you guys will, you know, do some tug of war with your dogs, some bubbles, um, the find a game. I love that one in the yeah. shell game. Um, so just start doing some of these exercises now and try to like I, I'm a big fan of making everything part of your daily routine. Um, so that you're not taking any extra time out. So with that being said, don't wait till the weather actually changes to start doing these activities. You can also just do them now and make it part of your dog's routine so there's no difference um, uh, to the dog. And it's kind of, uh, like I said, part of your routine. Um, for yeah, yourself. they're used to it. They're actually using them. They're getting mentally stimulated too, which is a big thing. Like I, I, this physical is good, but you are probably just making your dog's stamina better. So if you're doing like mental stimulation too, you can tire them out sniffing and all the different games you're mentioning right and mental stimulation is a big thing and if they look bored it might just be because they're not getting much mental stimulation exactly oh yep and just to piggyback off that far as boredom if your dog is um chewing up stuff um at home when you're there or you know chewing on furniture they're probably bored or big one if they're digging holes in the backyard they're bored yeah. So and let's rewind back to the beginning of the live, you know, and I'll hear, well, my dog has this big yard to play with. Like, why, why would they be bored? Because even though they're in the backyard, like there's nothing for them to do. So even if you throw toys out there, they need someone to play with um, yeah. to do that. Or if you're going to put toys out there, do find it, toss treats in there. So they're engaging themselves. So think of more, um, uh, think more so of the games they could do alone um, if you can't do get out there and do stuff with them because them just being in a uh, yard by themselves it just doesn't cut it for the dog unfortunately it goes back to kids you throw a kid in the backyard they're probably either going to try and climb out or try and dig something it's, it's, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yep family dog trainer exactly. <laughs> yep. and make sure you're blocking off those exits for the kids and the dogs uh-huh, yeah. and, and out, the dogs so too yeah and the yeah. dogs and also um so what I would um, encourage people to do too, and I do this with my clients um, first thing in consultation, I give them a, a, a handout for physical and mental exercises with an actual chart on it to write down 
when they exercise their dog, who's exercising their dog and for how long? Because sometimes we just writing that down, you take a look at it and you're like, oh man, I thought I was doing awesome, but my dog probably could use a little bit more exercise. Yeah. You can realize you're slacking, right? So you're or, like, I, I didn't yeah. think I was slacking, but oh wow, this mm -hmm. I kind of suck right now. So yeah. Or, or, or maybe it's like, oh, I, I've been playing fetch every day with my dog. Maybe he could use a little bit more variety. And so exactly. I tell folks to write that down so that when I come back each week, I, I can take a look at it if I'm working with yeah. you and be like, hey, you know, maybe we could throw in some, you know, shell games here, some tug there. So just, I encourage you just to take, sit down. Even if you're not writing it down, I encourage you to write it down. Just take a look at your dog's um, exercise plan and make sure that it's sufficient enough. And first things first, I'm, look, I'm, all these ideas are coming. I'm just throwing them at you guys. So um, I hear too, um, besides, oh, I think my dog's getting enough exercise. One thing to kind of figure out how much exercise your dog needs, look up your dog's breed. Okay. Look up your dog's breed. Some breeds need more exercises than others. Like, you know, Huskies need more exercise than probably like um, than my little boxer Sandy or like, yeah. you know, so just look up your dog's breed first and then oh, like, oh, this dog is, you know, uh, a sled dog. So, of course, if it's a sled dog, then it's used to pulling stuff. It's going to need yeah. more exercise than not. Or if a dog, you know, a lap dog, then of course it's going to need less exercise. So look up your dog's breed first to kind of figure out um, what kind of exercise will be like uh, good for them. Yeah, and, that's also uh, like a really great tip too. If you are deciding on which dog to get as, and you're matching your lifestyle, you want to see like yep. what kind of work you need to put in as far as like that sort of thing too, or yep. just like the additional thing. But yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I won't. I would pick it off that, but that's a whole nother life. That's a big, that's a big conversation. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about another time how to choose for the sure. perfect dog for you. Yeah. But um, I hope you guys um, learned a lot from these tips and you utilize some of these tips as it, um, seasons have changed or upcoming yeah. changes or the weather. And um, if you guys have any questions for me, just drop them in the comments. You can always reach me at Downforpaws everywhere on Instagram, yep. Facebook, downforpaws.com. Um, <laughs> It, it, everywhere down for pause so if you guys um have any questions just feel free to reach out to me awesome we'll see you guys later bye, bye.